That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper. And tonight we go purple for the Charm City. As Ray Lewis would ask, once asked, what time is it? It's time for TSS Fantasy. <laughs> Rock and it's gonna work for me. And you just got planted. That's what it is. This court is adjourned. It is Commissioner Cooper. Welcome to Sophistication Station. I'm here to save the fantasy roster. And it's time for TSS Fantasy! That's right, ladies and gentlemen, get fired up tonight. We are in Baltimore getting our crab boil on. It's going to be a fun night tonight. Looks like Fantasy Jesus is in the building tonight. Let's get it started. Welcome in, Justin Jesus Herrera. You're on mute, sir. On mute, sir. I know, I know. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, sorry, there was power outages and shit in my house. So I have been going out to get dinner because I couldn't heat anything up. But it is Baltimore Ravens time, and this is one of the rare occasions where I'm actually really excited to talk football because the Baltimore Ravens are one of those teams that I am super stoked and super high on. And especially for fantasy, I love a lot of their players' values this year. Wow. I can't – no trash talk tonight? I can't even believe it. We, I, we've been through like two weeks full of trash talking each team that we've had from you. And tonight, a show of respect. I can't even believe it. All right. It must be a nice night tonight. Let's get it started. Fantasy Don't forget – Jesus came out, not fantasy Satan. <laughs> he's here to bless your season baltimore all right don't forget go to tssfantasy.com all of our rankings are up there again they will be adjusted as we go along this summer tour um also don't forget you go to our uh sponsors go to underdog fantasy use the promo code tss we'll double that deposit up to 100 just use the promo code tss do it with jazz sportsbook as well again lots of different promos from them so Check out one that fits you best and use the promo code TSS. Also, if you're looking for some championship bling for your uh, fantasy champion, go to Pro Am Belts. They got the latest and greatest in bling. It looks great. Got one um, coming to us, and I'll be sporting it here soon, winning two out of my three championships. By the way, Justin, that is about you the You can sloppy. just send it to me, bro. You can just send it to me already. That was the about the sloppiest shirt I think you've ever worn on the show. You could tell you the just got done eating with all the stains the on champ it. Is here. That's actually soda. That's actually soda. But the champ is here, baby. I love it. I love it. Like, hey, you're coming. Look, at you're coming dressed to impress tonight. That's what I'm talking about. All right, listen. Do us like one last quick favor. If you're watching, hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification button. Hit the like. Throw a comment to... Little things stopping you from doing it. Big things popping for us when you do. We appreciate you. Justin, I bid you adieu. Let's hear from the doc.
doctor is hello. The doctor is in. We are boiling some crabs here in Baltimore, Maryland, with the Ravens in town. Doc, what's on the house call? Hey, Raven fans are happy we're still talking about Lamar Jackson, right? Still there in Baltimore. So after back-to-back 12-game seasons, causing him to drop meaningfully from his 2019 QB1 ranking, um, you know, his durability might be a little bit in question at this point. Last year was his PCL which runs back to front in the knee, helping give it some stabilization. Um, but given that it was the PCL, wasn't torn, he should be 100% by now. He himself has stated he expects to, quote, run less and throw more this season under the new offensive coordinator. If that happens, it should protect him. I mean, Courage is going to play more than 12 games this season. We're going 25% of the bench for Lamar Jackson. Moving on to J.K. Dobbins. We talk about him a lot on this segment. So, to talk about Dobbins, we got to go back to August of 21, where he sustained that season-ending ACL tear. I said all season last year he rushed back, and his production suffered. He totaled just 81 fantasy points last season, right? Not a good data point. Like we've discussed on this segment a lot, running back's value doesn't return for two full seasons following ACL repair. So that puts him returning, really, to quality production this season. That plus, it's a contract year should be encouraging for Dobbins managers. So his future really does hinge on this season, but I'm going 70% of the bench. And last year, uh, lastly, Rashad Bateman. So he played in only 12 games as a rookie, was limited to six games last season due to a Liz Frank injury. So we've talked about that Liz Frank region of the foot before. If you think about your foot as a bridge, a Liz Frank injury is at the peak of the bridge, making it really difficult to run, cut, jump, land, whatever. It's just like driving a car over a top of a bridge. If it's missing, it's really hard to do. But he's at adequate recovery time. Like Dobbins, he needs to produce this season. We're going to go for Bateman, 30% of the bench. Mm. So sorry, Doc, to cut you off. You were like right at that 222 mark, bro. So didn't mean to cut you off there, but we appreciate you. And we'll see you tomorrow night for the Browns. All right. Well, enough is enough. Let's bring in our guest. I mean, I could sit here and talk all day long, but nobody wants to hear what I got to say. Let's bring our experts in to talk about this Ravens football team. Our next stop on our summer tour, we visit the Charm City. Get your crab boil on for the Baltimore Ravens. All righty, it's exciting. It's the season's around the corner. Let's get fired up for some Baltimore Ravens football. Welcome in first, a friend to the show, Lady G. Welcome into the studio. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? So glad to be back again. And you know, I'm super happy to be talking about my Ravens. We got some stuff to talk about tonight. Absolutely. And if I don't, if I recall, actually, you were the reigning ladies Jeopardy champion. I still haven't forgotten. We're going to, we got to get you a belt uh, order for you. We appreciate you coming in. Nitro, welcome into the studio, my friend. We appreciate you. Welcome in. Yes, sir. How you doing? How you doing? How's everybody else doing? Uh, Glad to be here. You know what I'm saying? Ravens all the way. Fitting to hold the Super Bowl this year. So, you know, a little bit of gloating. I'm feeling good with it. You know what I'm saying? It's nice. I, I expect nothing less, my friend. Bringing the big energy. I love it. Let's welcome into the studio. Matt, welcome into the studio, my friend. He, I promise he's really excited to be here. 
<laughs> I think he's behind a little bit. I can hear my echo back there. We'll get back to you in a minute, Matt. No big deal. All right, well, let's get things started tonight. We're going to talk about last season, all right? Well, I mean, don't mean to bring it up. We don't need to bring it up too much, but let's go on with it. You guys, last season. Y'all are breaking up. I cannot hear anybody. We've, <laughs> yeah, um, and that might be on your end, Matt. I, I apologize. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take him out. Let me send him a little message real quick. Um, la- let's talk about last season real quick. Um, again, you guys finished the year 10 and 7, not too shabby to say the least. And you guys finished second in the AFC North, lost in the wild card to the Bengals. Again, we're on a nice little tear during the playoffs. Um, you lost 24 to 17. Wasn't like uh, it was an easy game for them either. Um, offensively last year, uh, let's go for points per game. You guys were 20th. You guys scored 20.4 uh, points per game. Yards per game, you were 16th, 340.2. Passing yards, 28th. Obviously, due to the Lamar injury, that hurt 180.5. Rush yards per game, third in the league, 159.7 defensively points per game you guys were third at points against 18.8 yards against sixth in the league 319.6 passing yards per game 229.4 that was 23rd and rush yards 89.8 that puts you third in the league all right let's go round the room round robin lady g i'll start with you give me three words or less of wrap up last season for me and then expand on it okay um lack of death um well that's the phrase but i'm sorry lack of death injuries um play calling that's how i would summarize uh, last season lack of death meaning they didn't go hard enough in getting um more uh wide receivers we saw it all coming into the season rashad bateman was our number one wide receiver if Rashad Bateman went down, we knew that our offensive production was going to go down. We saw that coming into the season. We were hoping it didn't happen. It did. Rashad went down, his number one wide receiver, and our offense went straight down, except for, you know, he's Superman. So Lamar makes things happen. You know, he takes something, nothing, and he makes something out of it. But you can't, that's not sustainable. So that was number one, uh, I was like, lack of depth. We needed better depth. Um, I'll jump over to the play calling one. We all know um, that and we don't have any problems running the ball. I like running the ball. But at some time, you need to be able to pass the ball effectively. And we did not do that effectively. It's kind of hard when you lose your number one wide receiver. But then when you have an OC who does not really scheme the, the receivers open that you actually do have, you know what I'm saying? When you have them all bunched up on one side of the field and you make it easy for the defense to defend you, like, what are we doing? Um, and obviously injuries like that. I fully believe we can beat any team in the NFL, but injuries are undefeated against the Ravens. So I, I'm just hoping and praying that that won't be the case this right. season. Indeed. I definitely don't want the injury bug. That's for sure. Matt, let's go to you, my friend. Three words or less. Sum up last season and expand on it. Play calling. I'm going to echo what Miss Gina said. Play calling is definitely number one for me. Uh, we had a banal passing attack, and, and we we had terrible route combinations. We didn't um, 
we had a solid run game. I think that the lack of depth in the secondary doomed us with all the injuries last year. And to round it out, just an inconsistent play style. Yeah, I mean, makes sense. Um, inconsistency is not going to uh, win a lot of football games, and especially, you know, when you get down the stretch. So, totally hear you there. Nitro, how about you, my friend? Sum it up three words or less and expand on it. Oh, my God. that's That, that was mine. Because, <laughs> listen, man, when you go and you start looking at what was, you know, troubling the Ravens, not just offensively, defensive, uh, uh, the liabilities that we had, uh, some of the bad play calling, scheming, uh, offense being too Lamar-centric, not right. willing to put the players in the right places to be successful, unwilling to run the people that are actually hot and have the hot hand. Do you know how many times you had guys that could run Preach. the ball successfully and they took them out and put them on the bench? And I'm sitting there like, what are you doing? How are you doing this? Why are you doing this to us? So as a Raven fan, my heart hurts. So in three words or less, oh, my Lord. That was my whole summary for last year. Oh, my Lord is right. Bringing the big energy indeed. But again, you know, a lot of, you know, I, everyone knows that watch my show. I'm, I'm always about America's team, the Miami Dolphins and the AFC East. We talked about it all season. But guess what? The AFC North got a little bit to claim as well. The Bengals, the Ravens, the Browns are going to be good this year. The Steelers not too shabby neither. So AFC North got a nice, tough division. So let's not let's not put that away. All right. So we talked about what was. Let's talk about what is. Right. So during your off season, marquee additions, you've added Nelson Aguilar, obviously OBJ. That's the big one. And the big one I put here. You re-sign Lamar. That was the big, of course, addition to this offseason. Subtractions, Calais Campbell is now off the defense. Chuck Clark, safety, Josh Oliver, tight end, whatever on that one. Here, let's go look at the draft. Round one, Zay Flowers, great pickup, receiver from Boston College. No round two pick, but in round three, Trenton Simpson, linebacker from Clemson. Round four, Tavius Robinson, Ed rusher from Old Miss. Round five, uh, Kai Blue Kelly, um, cornerback out of Stanford. Round six, um, uh, I'm not even going to try that, but he's offensive tackle from Oregon. Really good, really must be. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I, I can say it. I've been practicing. Wait, wait. Hit it, hit it, hit it. Let's get it. Malasalu is Malasalu Umavai Laulu. That's his name. We got to find a nickname for this guy ASAP. <laughs> and it can't be mama. <laughs> I think it's Salah. I think they say Salah, but Salah, Mal the Mauler, whatever you let's let yeah, like Mala, you said, Sala, let's get Umavai, La Ulu. That hey, I'm impressed though. There's no way I'm trying that again. Let's go round seven. Andrew Voorhees guard. I love that US. pick. Love USC. that. Love that pick. All right, he let's was a go. Second We're round go. pick if he didn't tear his ACL. We're going to go opposite ends now. Nitro, I'm going to start with you. Let's talk about this this season. Give me a prediction. Where do you think they're going to go and why? Super Bowl. 
and then expand on it. <laughs> I know. I'm just being like that. <laughs> no, but um, I think there's going to get the Super Bowl. Reason why, I think the only thing that's been hindering us has been the injury. Regardless of how bad or how poor the play calling has been, as long as we've had uh, Lamar, uh, our wide receivers, and stuff like that, we've been explosive. We've seen him start off the year with this offense being a top two, top three offense in the entire league. We've right. seen him win regardless of defensive production, regardless of offensive line production, regardless of drops by wide receivers, and he still put out. So this Ravens team, the, the ceiling is the Super Bowl, but I feel like uh, they should at least on the low and make it to the AFC championship game. If they lose there, I think we all will be mad as Raven fans, but I think with the development and especially the picks of Azay, the the upcoming of Falele, how is he going to play? Do you think he's going to be left guard or not? All these things are playing into it. You know what I mean? I'm looking at it saying, hmm, I can live with a loss in the AFC championship game. Anything out of that, my heart's jumping out my chest. But I got Lamar winning MVP. I got Roquan winning Defensive Player of the Year, and I got us going 15 and two. Book it, put it down there, and you can even use it as a parlay. You heard it here first. Ooh, we! I think I got a nice little short on my YouTube tomorrow. I <laughs> <laughs> gotta love it. All right, Matt, what's what say you, my friend? Give me a prediction, and why are they getting there? Uh, I'm gonna go 13 and four. I think that's a that's on the low end of the win spectrum for us. I don't think that it's going to be a sixteen and one or a fifteen and two kind of year. That is a very high bar, and we have the pieces that we've added this year. I believe that we're going to be a more explosive offense. I'm worried because no matter what people say, what people think about you know Lamar Jackson's contract, all eyes are on him and. Now he is a $260 million prove-it deal. This, and that's a crazy you know, way to look at things is that we really don't know what he's going to be because we have not seen him in any offense but the Greg Roman offense for the last five years. So he's had mixed results. He had the MVP year. He's been banged up. He's had a horrible supporting cast in the majority of his seasons. Even his MVP year, his number one wide receiver was Willie's Need. So when you put when you put that into perspective, when you put that in perspective, you had a rookie Hollywood Brown he won the he won the MVP with. I really want to see some some balance come to this offense to where we see these wide receivers that we added get in the game plan for this year. It is imperative that you spread the ball around and get these guys involved. Now, I have really hoped a lot of people temper their expectations because there's one football, and Andrews is going to want his touches. OBJ is not here to catch 40 pass. Then you have to worry about feeding your first round pick. You got to worry about feeding Rashad Bateman. You got to worry about feeding Devin Duvernay. Then you got the running back room with J.K. and Gus Edwards. You got uh, Isaiah Likely, who is our second year tight end. Charlie Kohler, second year tight end. Where there's there's got to be there's a lot that's going to be going around. So I'm expecting this, this to be more of a balanced, like a 60-40 or a 65-35 pass to run. I think it's going to be a complete opposite of previous years where we've run the setup to pass. We're going to be passing the setup to run, especially this year coming forward. But I believe that we're going to make the Super Bowl, and I think we're going to win our third one this year. We're due. 
we're due. We win one every decade or so. This is this is the time. I believe that we missed our opportunity in 2019. I believe we missed our opportunity in 2020. I think this is the year that we make everything work. Now, the defense is a little shaky up front with the loss of Calais, but I think personally I'm thinking that Jadavion Clowney is going to be in that role this year. I, he's not on the team yet. I think we're going to sign him. I think he's going to fill into that inside pass rush role, edge setting role, and I think that we're going to add another defensive and probably Justin Houston for a third year. But I'm a, I'm expecting a Super Bowl appearance. Well, well, well. Listen, Matt, with all due respect, from a guy who loves America's team, the Miami Dolphins, I don't want to hear nothing about being due, okay, my friend? Because trust me, I've been sweating this team since I don't know how long. Talk about feeling due. No, I'm just messing with you. Yeah, no, I feel you. You guys are definitely in line. You guys are one of the best in the AFC. You're not, no doubt about it. You're not a Baltimore Orioles fan, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, the draft day dice uh, MVP, or excuse me, I guess VP stepping in, he said to us, he said, go put your blunt out. He said, ain't no way Lamar win an MVP. By the way, I don't know how you watch me backstage, bro. I don't know what's up with that. By the way, one of our one of your compadres is here. I'm gonna make sure he's ready. The CEO of Draft Nerds is in the building. What is up, my friend? Welcome up. You you came in at the right time. Welcome into the studio, my friend. Do I get he might you ready? Oh, you're on mute. <laughs> That's all I hear. All right, can y'all hear me now? Yeah, we we got you. You're good. Welcome to the studio, friend. Perfect, perfect. How y'all doing? Doing great. Appreciate you being here. All right, so like I said, he came at a great time. Lady G, we'll go to you real quick. Let's go into this season. Give me a prediction for this year for your Ravens and tell me why. Um, So let me just say this, bruh. Commissioner, that America's team thing, oh, my gosh. I can't (laughs) believe you're still saying that, man. But secondly – Facebook user, I, I would comment, but you it said Facebook user. I'm not even going to waste my time commenting to somebody that doesn't even have a name nor face there. Uh, so let's go with the fact that um, my my floor is 11 and 6. That's the floor. My ceiling, I don't have a ceiling. We can go as far as we can and want to go. So I'm not putting a ceiling on it as far as the record. My floor is 11 and 6. I think we honestly can safely, you know, settle in around 13 and 4. Would not be surprised if we went 14, 15. I would not be surprised at that at all. Um, secondly, and I want to go back to a few things that Matt said. Um, for those very reasons, some of the things that Matt brought out is why I believe our team will be as successful while we are Super Bowl contenders, while we can go 15 and two, because a lot of the things that we know needed to be fixed, EDC addressed it in this all season. We now have a play caller that we know is going to be spreading the ball around. We know he's going to be putting these guys in the best position, right? To be successful on offense. Um, We know we're going to, and to say that we don't know what Lamar is in this offense. Okay. Technically it's true, but it's not like, we've not seen Lamar uh, pass the ball, right? Even in Roman's offense at certain times and back in college. 
I'm confident I know what Lamar is going to look like. I think he's going to look absolutely fantastic in this offense coming up. You can see he has the joy back. Um, he's so happy. He, you know, he's saying he's loving the offense. They're putting decisions in his hands. Like, I, I, I am looking forward to just and really – and like um, Nitro said, we always start off the season, right? Lead, having a leading offense, being the top three leading offense, we literally start off the season like that. The injuries come in, the play call, the play calling gets stale, and you know it's wash, rinse, and repeat all over again. But we broke the cycle. We're up out of that washing machine this season because we got tall um, and right. we have some wide receivers. We have a EDC said he was going to overhaul the wide receiver room, and he did exactly that. So uh, I, I'm. I, I have no feeling. I expect I think we are Super Bowl contenders. I agree going to the AFC is probably the least that we will want to do is go to the AFC, but I I feel like that we we can go up against any team in this NFL. And I'm not afraid of any of the thirty one teams. I never have been, right? Even with all the other things we've had. But with the positional coaching changes that we've had, the OC that we have um and and finally fixing that wide receiver room room and with the what we have on defense yeah i'm just super excited all right that's awesome all right well like i said the ceo my friend you're in at the right time i want to hear your prediction for this baltimore ravens and tell me why uh so my prediction um this season for me and we've had this conversation man miss gina we've talked about this a lot so um my prediction is 12 wins, 12 to 13 wins this year. Um, 12, 12 is like the floor, uh, right? Because if you look at this team, um, the last two years, they won, you know, 10 games, um, nine games, and that was with a depleted roster, right? So if you can get this team to stay healthy, like Ms. Gina said, they can stay healthy, and, um, and, and, and Lamar plays the way we know he will play and we, he's capable of playing. I don't see why 12 to 13 wins. Um, it, it is not the the floor for a team that since Lamar Jackson has taken over has consistently gotten to ten wins easily. Again, they won uh, the twenty twenty one season where we were depleted. They still won what eight games, nine games, ten games, right? So they had they had eight games by the bye week. They had won eight games by the bye week. So that's that's something that we know for a fact. And then you know for the uh, the point that was made about the. The oh Lamar Jackson's first year in this in this offense. Well, do I have to remind people that Lamar Jackson's MVP season was the first year in Greg Roman's offense, and we all see how that turned out with him being in a new offense for the first time. I mean, the first game he puts up fifty plus on the Miami Dolphins, those five touchdowns, and he's on the yeah. and that was his first game in a new offense. Right, the year before he was in Marty Morningwig's offense. The, the next year he was in Greg Roman's offense. For the first time and he won an MVP. So again, if, if that's any trend that we all know, then we, we, we're expecting another MVP season because one one thing we know about Lamar Jackson, he's really tough to defend, especially when you don't have any film on the offense that he's running. So right. then a lot of people are not going to know what to expect from a Lamar Jackson Todd Monken offense, which then puts defenses at a disadvantage. By the time they catch up, the Ravens are already been in locked up the one seed, <laughs> you know, because because again, it's really difficult to defend. People are gonna come out assuming that hey, we gotta prepare like we prepare for a Greg Roman offense, right? Because that's all you have to go by. 
the film the defenses are watching right now of film from last year and the year before. They don't know what this is going to look like. So Houston is, is up first. They're going to get the you know they're going to get a chance to see what the new offense looks like first. And um, I think it, it's just, it's a, it's an exciting season to look forward to. And honestly, um, Ravens fans have a reason to be optimistic. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah, to your, absolutely. to your point you brought up a minute ago, you know, you know, the the biggest thing always with this Ravens team is that they're always well coached. So even if, as you mentioned, those injuries happen, no matter what, they're still always in it because of the way they're built, instructed, almost hate to say patriot like, but almost in that same sense where they're always good and they're always in it no matter what. And you know, like you mentioned before, and Doc. Um, you know, I you mentioned you missed Doc on the show earlier, but Doc had a big thing out a couple years ago. Um, I know he mentioned that Lamar's talking about he's going to pass a little more, but you know, the running thing is not make does not predicate him to injury. There's a big study that's been that, that Doc always references that NFL quarterbacks, the pocket quarterbacks are pocket passers are the one that get injured more actually than the running. Both of the, all three of them. All three of Lamar's injuries happened in the pocket. Exactly, right. and it makes sense, right? The because Buff- the Buffalo, the Buffalo playoff game, mm-hmm. and then this past season, I was at the Denver home game when he got hurt on a blindside blitz that JK missed the pickup on, and then last year he got hurt in the pocket against Cincinnati. He's he's never been hurt running the ball, right? So and, I hate I hate hey, that hey, so, Matt to correct you real quick. It was Josh Oliver that missed the block, not J.K. I don't. I know it's a yeah. lot of Ravens fans who love J.K. and they'll be getting on you right now, like, "Hey, J.K. I, didn't miss that block." You know what? I don't even think J.K. played while, in that game to be honest. While, okay, I, 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 I identified incorrectly, but here's the thing: I, nobody's mentioned this. I don't know if you guys are. I don't know if every, all the Ravens fans here are local. I know that uh, my man's from South Florida here, but the the immaturity that some of our players are showing right now they need to get that shit out of their system before the season starts mm-hmm. patrick queen patrick queen wiping his social media of everything ravens because we won't pay him his money is 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 silly and it's it's juvenile jk dobbins doing the mm-hmm. same thing wanting a contract we love jk but when you've missed an entire year and then half of this year yeah. You're not going to get paid top five running back money. If you go sure. out there and run for fifteen hundred this year, okay, well, let's talk. Exactly. Get, exactly. We Play a full guys. season, JK. I can't we, even believe you're saying we need, that. We need these guys to grow up. This is <laughs> we have a we have a limited window before Lamar's contract is 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 a quarter of our cap. Yeah, absolutely. I, I just want to add too. Um, you know, and I hate to keep going back to 2019, but if you think about that season, there was no distractions going into that season, right? Um, you know, a guy like Mark Ingram was the glue for that team. He was a, a really uh, – he filled the leader void that we hadn't had since Ray Lewis and Avery had retired. And he came in and he really brought that team together. There was no distractions. There were no, hey, me and this and me that. Everybody was a one accord. And I think that's what's, what it's going to take for this team to be able to reach their ultimate goal. You can't have the distractions. Like Matt just said, you can't have the, the me guys. Uh, I get it. Contracts, everybody want to get they paid – you know, want to get paid. But once the ball kicks off, man, it's got to be about the team. And um, because if they do that, I believe this team can go all the way, to be honest. And here's the thing, too, um, to go back, because I'm likewise, I picked Lamar, like talking with them face to face, you know, and understanding where the guy's coming from and asking him certain questions. He's he's so dialed in. Like, y'all don't know 
like when me and Ingraven were interviewing him and talking to him and just just being candid with him, every single time it came up to you know winning games and everything, his eyes he would he would just be like locked, be like, yeah, they don't even know, they don't it was like he it's like he's mad about it. And I was asking him, you know, and even from then he was telling us like, bro, I'm looking on going like he wants, he's aiming at the highest of highs. He Listen, he's not going for statistics. He wants to win, but he wants to be in the realms and mentioned with the Paytons, the Bradys. He specifically said that. So I already know he's going to do it. If you look back to the Colts game, there every single time that the Ravens picked up the pace and went fast break. Lamar and this offense has been absolutely unstoppable. There's been no, there's been no answer for them because all you could do if you're playing fast break is go small because you already know if you go base coverage, which is mostly linebackers, they're going to get gas. They cannot chase around the tight ends that we have. They can't even, they can't chase around Mark Andrews or likely. So what's going to happen is you got to go small. And then when you check out of that play, which we all know Lamar's going to have total freedom to check any which way he wants, that's a problem. Because if they follow that that running back, then Lamar can go the other way. And if it's a pull and he says, now nah, I'm going to pass it, what do you do? They've been beating us saying, we're just going to beat up your one-on-one on the outside and just crowd the box. Are you going to do that all, di- all game to OBJ? Are you going to do that all game to Zay Flowers? Are you going to do that all game to a healthy Bateman? I think not. So I'm just going to be here when we're scoring five touchdowns, six touchdowns, and Lamar is sitting on the sideline fourth quarter. J.K. is sitting on the sideline fourth quarter. Gus is the one just running out the clock. I'm going to be here for it. And you're allowed to have that for all of your parlays, Commissioner Cooper. I love it, man. Listen, if you're not feeling the energy tonight, there is something wrong with you. All right, so listen. We got all right. One's got a nice little feel. Everybody's nice and warmed up. So now we're gonna have a little fun, right? I'm gonna pair up. I'm gonna pair up Gina and the draft nerd CEO. My bad, bro. I didn't get your name on here, so that's why I keep referring to the draft nerd CEO. And then I got uh, Nitro and Matt on the other side. So basically, how this works is just like Family Feud. I'm gonna pair you t- uh, two of you guys up against each other. I'll ask you the question. You'll shout out the answer. Whoever gets the highest will get control. You'll get to close out the round for your team. You'll get three strikes, of course, for the wrong answers. If you get the three strikes, the other team will get a chance to steal. All right. Well, I hope you're ready because it's big time tonight. We're talking Ravens. We're getting fired up. We're gonna test Let's go. Let's go. Hey, Matt. By yeah, that's a great name, by the way. It's great name. <laughs> that's my government. So, yeah, yeah. I hope so. It's <laughs> yeah. mine as well. I, want, I wanted to throw this out at you, by the way, Lady G. I, I took took little notes last year when we did this. There was a lot of Baltimore Colts stuff in there, and it wasn't really fair. And you said that, and I agree with you. So it's all Ravens tonight. All Ravens questions. Let's get it. Fantasy all Quiz right. Show. There seems to be no sign of intelligence. It's the Fantasy <laughs> Quiz Show. Uh, Justin Jefferson. <laughs> It's gonna be a long game. Not gonna be a long game tonight because we got Ravens experts in the building. Let's start it out first. Lady G against Nitro. Top five answers on the board. Here is your first question. Hmm. It's a layup. I'm gonna make this easy for you. All time Ravens history. 
I'm looking for your past TD leaders. Past TDs. Meaning for quarterbacks or receiving? Correct. Or for quarterbacks? Pass. Passing, yes, quarterback. Joe Flacco's number one. Joe Flacco. So Lady G said Joe Flacco first, Nitro. You had to jump in there a little bit sooner. She gets control. You're right. Joe Flacco is number one all-time in Ravens history with 212. All right, the CEO, you're up, my friend. What you got? Um, I'm going to go with uh, Vinny Testaverde. Vinny Testaverde. All about the U, 51 TDs all time. He is number three on this list. All right, Lady G, what do you got? Okay, he has 51. All right, I'm going to go... I'm going to go Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Just spent, spent a whole segment talking about the man. Of course, he's number two all time. 101 pass TDs on this list. We, we literally only had real three quarterbacks. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now now, now we're going to start testing that knowledge a little That's bit. That's what Let's got go. me at first because I'm like, right. we don't got a lot of options. <laughs> hey, 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 Commissioner, when you say that, it's almost like a trick question. We're like, <laughs> maybe three that we've had? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, you're up. Enough stalling. You're up. <laughs> All right. It's the way you, Matt. Oh, it's on me. Oh, yeah. uh, we still naming passing leaders? Yes, yeah. sir. You got two left. I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to go with Eric Zaire. Eric Zaire. Mm. All right. Negatory. Ooh. Lady G. Um, John's brother. Let's go – did we have um let's I'm I'm just gotta be wrong, but I'm gonna say Kyle Bowler just because he played for a while. Kyle Bowler He is Yo, Kyle is a Your boy is <laughs> on the list. Hey, he's actually number four and he's 45 TDs. He was only six away from Testa Verde being number three. Check that and you out. You wonder why I paused. You wonder why the, I froze. The history of <laughs> the Ravens. <laughs> All right. So it's Matt. My bad. Matt, you're up. You got two strikes, or excuse me. Yeah, you got two strikes available. And we only you got, got oh, yeah. number, yeah, number five. That's all, all you got left. Oh, I'm going to go Steve McNair. No, my bad. The no, other, no, no. My bad. The, the CEO, my bad. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I'm going to go with um, quarterbacks, 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 quarterbacks. Uh, I'm trying to think of anybody who quarterback for the team over one year. Let me go with <laughs> um, Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. I'm sorry. They don't have it better than them on that one. Lady G, one right. strike remaining and one answer. I'm going to say this one, and I he was already on my mind before you said it, Matt. I was actually going to say him instead of Bowler last round, but I'm going to go with McNair. Steve McNair. Yeah. 
Okay, well, that was the three strikes. There's not a lot of meat on this bone, but Matt, quarterbacks. <laughs> Matt and Nitro, you can talk this out. Come up with a consensus answer to steal it. Who are you um, thinking, bro? Oh, man. Um, it can't be Trent. It can't be. <laughs> I'm, the, the, the only one that was here for a while, Anthony Wright, maybe? Or... Maybe I don't know, man. Um, Anthony Wright was me, right? <laughs> Anthony I, Anthony yeah. Wright was was here for like five years, and he started a bunch. He led the the Seattle Seahawks uh, prime time comeback. He had like four or five touchdown passes mm-hmm. that night. It's not all right, we're getting on, getting close to that time. I see the judge getting close. Uh, hey, man, what do you think, Nitrous? What do you think, man? I, I want to say Anthony Wright. Go ahead, because I think it's a backup quarterback. I, I, I just yeah, have a I'm, I'm going to go with Anthony Wright. Anthony Wright. No go is there. It, is it your back? It was Tony Banks. I was going to all time with 25. You know, the crazy part is he only started half a season and he got his jump taken. <laughs> That's right. All and right. he's still right. a passing leader. That's he was, hey, hey, Tony Banks could throw it down. Probably filled in a few games, probably what happened as well. Man. All right, well, let's go round number two. We got the CEO against Matt here. It's Mono Imano. Listen, the one thing I know about the Baltimore Ravens is they're known for their defense. So let's go defense. Let's go all-time Ravens history. Top five answers on the board. I'm looking for your all-time sack leaders. Terrell Suggs. Terrell Suggs. Suggs. Number one on the list, 132.5. You guys are up 1-0 and control. Lady G, what do you got next? I'm going to go with um, Duberville. Duberville? Should have went with my other one. Back to the CEO. All right. I'm going to go with Peter Bowyer. Peter Bowyer. CEO just going down the list. Number two. I, I seven think I, all I, no, 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 no. Not you. Don't give an answer, Matt. I, not yet. I think not I yet, know. Matt. I know. Yet, I know. Matt. I think I know. I'm, I'm just thinking out loud. I'm just thinking okay. out loud. Okay. Well, don't, don't, they, don't give them any ideas. All right, Lady <laughs> no. G, what do you think? Um, I'm going to go Judon. Judon? Mm, he wasn't. <laughs> oh. I think all I got right. this. No, no, nice no. Right, CEO, CEO, there's two strikes, so you only got one left here, but a lot of meat on the bone. What do you got, bro? I'm Michael McCrary. Michael McCrary. Oh, is going down the list. That's number three. He is 51 all time. Lady G, back to you. Come on, Mr. Jenner. Come on. Sacks, let's go. I have no idea. 
Can we help each other? I'm not this this not right, but I'm gonna just I'm gonna just say it's not right. I'm gonna say McAllister. Oh, oh. McAllister. McAllister the corner. Stop it. Get some help. Exactly. Stop it. Get some help. Unfortunately, Ms. I wish we could help each other because Miss Gina, I, I had one for you. Not Nitro and Matt. Now you I got there's a couple, there's some meat on this bone here. I mean, this this there's a couple of good ones here. See if you can snag one of them. I want to say this name, but I just have a feeling I'm wrong. But I think because he played so long, he's one of them. You can, you can ask Matt if he's if he's with it. Oh, Matt's on another screen here. Yeah, my my, my uh, uh, computer just went boom. You're good, <laughs> bro. It's yeah. right at the right time, apparently. So um, Nitro's got an answer. He wants to go over. He thinks he uh, knows it. Go ahead. Okay. So what's this for? Pass rush? No, yeah, for the sack leaders. Sacks. Yep. It, you're missing number three, four, and five on the list. I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna I'm just gonna say it. Ray Lewis. He gotta be I'm on sorry. Number. He, I'm sorry, he take it back. You're long. missing four and five. Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis was on. He's number four, 41.5. Adelius Thomas was number five, 38. Miss I was going to tell you Adelius. If who, who, how high is Haloti? Because I was going to say Haloti, not that. For how high is Haloti? I, I I, honestly, I got it on a spreadsheet and I just yeah. wrote he down. Wasn't the five the guy. <laughs> Haloti wasn't a He had sacks here and there, but he was an inside guy. So he was Why more TFL. All right, well, listen. Yeah, like I, I didn't think about Colonel McPhee, though. I thought about McPhee. It's one-to-one. One. Now it's time to mano y mano. Get excited. Lady G Nitro, this is question number three. This is when they get Come hard. On, Top on, five answers on the board. I'm really going to test your knowledge now. All-time Ravens history. I want to know about winning percentage. Give me the teams you have the best winning percentage against. Jets. The Jets. They are Ooh, on the bad, list. They're, they're, they are on the <laughs> list. They're ten and you're ten and two all time against the Jets. That's eight hundred and thirty-three winning percentage. Now, Nitro, you do get a chance to steal back from your team if you can nail either the one or two team. Can we talk this over or not? No, no this no. is just to start out. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> getting good now. They're in the division. This cheating. He can't say that. <laughs> That's cheating. Are you going Man, to we can get control of the board. Seriously, the Browns? The Browns. Let's start, start the Browns. I, I figured we could just throw that in there. Is, since we is know, hold up, like, before we go any further, is it is it Denver? <laughs> you can't. Oh, what do you mean, baby? We got control of the board. Another question. All right, let's go. CEO, Drop Nerds. Go ahead, my friend. What else you got? The Miami Dolphins. America's team, the Miami Dolphins? Yeah, they that's only been that twice in like 10 that's, years. That's the X you deserve right there. All right, let's go. Lady G, what else you got? Um, Let's say, and the crazy thing is, I was just looking this up yesterday, and that's crazy. I'm gonna say the um, Raiders. Oh, I don't think I know. The Raiders. 
All right, CEO. There's a All lot right. of me here. You only got one strike available. <sighs> okay. All right. Um, winning percentage. Teams that we dominate. This is over our entire history. Right. Teams I know. That we dominate. Teams that we Matt, dominate. I know. Teams. It gotta oh. be them. I know, I know, I know. Teams that we dominate. So give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Oh, bro, it gotta be that. No division. Just think division by division. The Houston Texans. The Dang! Took mine. I think it's them. That's what I was. They are on the list. The bro. Houston Texans are their number four all time. I feel, like, I feel like they beat us only one time in like. A long if you remember, time. that's when Flacco had like the five point uh whatever game. Remember, it was like. Yeah. Past you guys, whatever, that, like that was the year we won the Super Bowl, though. <laughs> they're number four, four all-time on your list. Nine and two you are all-time. Who, who, who else would be dominating, you? Who else would be dominating, Ms. Gina? Who would be dominating? I'm going to say... Maybe I'm trying to go through the divisions in my brain. Um... Yo, it was a team recently. This, I'm going to say Cardinals. The Cardinals. Why? 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 All right. Well, a lot of meat here for Matt and Nitro. They only have the number three and the number four answer. So you got one, two, and five available. Hmm. The number one answer is still available. Well, one to be fair, one, two, and three are all tied. So it's just the how they oh, order. Okay, so okay. It's all good either way. We we can discuss this, right? Yep, that's the one you can discuss. Yes, sir. Now, what you thinking, man? Because he got he took my my Texans. <laughs> I'm gonna be real with you. Oh man, um, could, was... it, could it be them, bro? I got one, but I don't know. I think Who it is think? the 49ers. I don't I'm remember the last time we lost to them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can't. I can't. 49ers got to be on there, bro. They got to be on that list. They, we beat they, them in the rain when yeah. they were here. We beat them in the Super Bowl. We beat them on Thanksgiving about five years ago. Maybe six years ago. Right. Are you digging for gold? or? Oh, man. That's crazy. 49ers is a big team, but I'm thinking because I don't remember too many losses that we got against that team. I can't remember too many losses. Yeah. Ooh, I know a team the Ravens have never lost to. Hmm. I wonder if they're on the list. All right. Here we go. They're getting, getting into the timer. Let's go, guys. Got to get an answer. Another one. Rock with it. We're going to get 49ers. The 49ers. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. No Damn. way, bro. I know, I know. I know. I, I Can, we know get one? Can we get one? I, go ahead. What else you got? Is, I is, is the Detroit Lions on it? The Detroit Lions are on. They are Cowboys are number one. The Lions are number two. So all the Lions, Cowboys, Jets, all tied. Uh, with 833 winning percentage. And then number five on your list, the Saints, six and two 
all time against the Saints for 750. What are we versus the 49ers, if you don't mind me asking? I, that, again, my bad, bro. All I did is write down the top five, and that's all I got. Right? <laughs> it's so wild. I literally I got, looked that up yesterday, but I, I let, just remember. Hey, when you got to work a real job, it's about all you got time for. All right, let's go. Think about the Lions? Let's go. We're going to go. The CEO and Matt are going to go for question number four. And right now, uh, Lady G and CEO are up to one. They take this one. They win. We're going to go top five answers on the board. But I'm going to go opposite of what I said last time. I want to know winning percentage-wise, the teams you have the worst winning percentage against. Steelers. The Steelers. Okay. And I misspoke. There are top six answers for this one. Go ahead, Matt. New England Patriots. The Patriots. Good job, bro. Numero uno on the list, Matt. Patriots, you guys are three and nine all time against the Pats. All right, let's go, Nitro. What else you got? (laughs) We get a spank like that? Like that. Like yo, that. yo, Brady, evil, bro, evil. Yeah, it's Brady. That's all Brady. What you oh, got? Cam got his too. Cam got his was too. Worst against them. Worst. I already got my next answer. So nitrous. We're we're gonna be all right. <laughs> we're gonna be all right. Worst all time. I want to say this team, bro, but I just have a feeling it's going to be wrong. Uh, are we up right now? No, you're, you're down. You're down. It's 2 1. No, I'm saying, but can we answer another team? Not not you. Not yet. Boy, you're coming next. I got your boy, Nitro. Yeah, I have to answer, but I have to. Okay. Um, you got to get an X. You know what I'm going to say? I, I, we played them a lot, but I just have a feeling we just. Old division. Our old division. <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Matt Trigger, you are a cheater, bro. Stop. Yeah, you no. can't do that, bro. You can't give out 10. No more, no more helping out. All right, real quick, Nitro. Get it. We'll get a I'm guess sorry. out of here. We got to get moving. What you got? Okay, so so can I say what he said or no? <laughs> you can you can say whatever say whatever we say whatever you want. Go ahead. Uh just say something. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. The Bengals. No bueno on the Bengals. Matt, what do you got? Tennessee Titans. The Titans. You idiot. I could have swore we had a bad record against them. You I was going to say that, bro. I swore everything, but I thought because you said the record, I just I got one. I got one. Probably did. Listen. We can talk about it. I got Lady G and the CEO, you got a chance to steal right, this ball Gina. game. Go ahead and Gina, talk about it. Think about how he just went Brady, right? Peyton Manning used to beat the brakes off of us when he was with the Colts. We used to lose to them religiously. So that's all I'm going to say. Not- so it's either the Packers have, or the Packers or the Colts. Let's go. With the Colts. I know we have a loser. I remember because I because I told you I looked this up yesterday, and I was surprised to see that we had a losing record to the Packers. Now, what? How bad it was is what I can't remember. But I was. I like, think you might be right. I think we only beat the Packers like once. Janie, feel free to answer all you like, my dear. We'd love to see your so comments in there. We'll, 
We'll reveal it afterwards. Would you want to go Colts or Packers? Let me help out your suspense. Judge, Colts or Packers? Yes. <laughs> Both were on the list. Janie went with the Bucks on this list as well. No Bucks, Janie, but good no, guess. Yeah, we need the Bucks, so Patriots, number one. Packers actually were number two on your list. Two and five, you guys, are all time against the Packers. Number three, the Chiefs. Four and seven against the Chiefs. Ooh. Number four, the Colts. Six and eight all time against the Colts. Number five and the and number six, you tied here at the end at three and four, the Bears and the Panthers, believe it or not, 429. Yeah, I know. it was wow. Yeah. Like, Ooh, wee, wow. I can't even believe it. Well, listen, congratulations to Lady G and the CEO. You are tonight's winners. And unfortunately for Nitro and Matt on our show, when we have winners, we have losers. <laughs> what happened, Judge? This was funny, y'all. I don't know. There's a little problem back. So you're telling me there's a chance. Uh, the not no yeah. chance no more unfortunately all right well we're going to go on to our fantasy focus before we do that i'm going to give you guys an opportunity to plug yourselves let everybody know where they can follow subscribe lady g will start with you where can we follow subscribe get all your great content all right well i'm at she talks football that's one l on twitter you follow me at she talks football one l where i host spaces i actually doing my next space tomorrow night I've been doing the AFC North uh, positional group ranking. So we've been going through ranking all the position groups. And the final ranking is tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Uh, it'll be on my timeline. And we're doing quarterback and offensive line. So it's going to get ugly in there. And also, nice. every Wednesday, we do an all-women's um, talking ball space at uh, 7 p.m. They were actually still carrying it on when I jumped on here. Um, but every Wednesday night at 7 p.m., we have all women on the stage, just spaces, talking ball, doing what we love to do. So you can definitely check those spaces out. And I'll be bringing back the primetime game um, uh, watches for this fall. And don't forget, most importantly, the Undroppables platform. I am a part of the Undroppables. Follow them for all your fantasy football needs, um, bets, player props. I mean, real fantasy football information, stuff that you can actually use. Uh, shout out to Scott Fishbowl. I made it in this year. I'm so happy to be a part of Scott Fishbowl. Again, 13. I'm in the Wegmans division. Um, and I just love them because they're all about not just the fantasy, but the charity. And so I love both of those aspects. And you can follow me on YouTube lastly at She Talks Football. I'm sorry, She Talks Football on YouTube. You can find me there too. Make sure you follow, subscribe, get all her great content. Um, lots of great stuff from Gina and the Undroppables. Also, a nice shout out to Scott Fishbowl. TSS is in there as well. 
for the nice. Del Monte division. So make nice. sure you out there. We appreciate you. All right, let's go to Nitro, my friend. Where can we follow, subscribe, get all your great content? Uh, you can find me on YouTube, The Wonderkin Show, every day, new episodes. You can find me on Twitter, Nitro underscore Quantum. You know what I'm saying? I give everybody that work. And uh, like I said, new episodes every single day, guests, the whole nine. Uh, definitely building quickly and making a difference. So it's nice. It's very nice how you hit me up. Absolutely. Go follow, subscribe, get all his great content. He mentioned earlier and a nice sit down interview with Lamar. So all you Raven fans, make sure you go check him out. Also, let's go the CEO a little late to the party, but we're glad you're here. Where can we follow, subscribe, get all your great content? All right, y'all. So y'all can check me out on Twitter at uh, has underscore I am um, draft nerds YouTube uh, channel. Um, if you like the draft, like I'm the I'm the, the person you want to follow, right? I go to the Senior Bowl. I'm at all the combine stuff, NFL combine. I'm doing player interviews with uh, with, with prospects going into the league. Um, so anything NFL draft related, I'm the man. Um, as well as um, uh, um, Ravens content as well. Um, obviously, I'm a Ravens fan, and so um, I try to tie a lot of the draft stuff into the Ravens, um, the, the Ravens content. So if you like the draft, if you like the Ravens, definitely give me a follow. Again, it's has I am on Twitter and then on YouTube, it's Draft Nerds. Well, I'm already following. I'm going to make sure I subscribe, and I'll make sure I'm going to shout out next year because I got four kids. So wife said I got one day of football, and that's Sunday. So I love to hear all the college stuff because I'm way out of the loop. Matt, welcome. Welcome. We appreciate you finally getting into our studio. Where can we follow, subscribe, get all your great content? Uh, thanks, man. I'm, I'm on Twitter at BWATB Podcast. I host a solo show, Bearded Wholesome and All Things Baltimore. I am on all streaming platforms uh, do culture and entrepreneurship interviews with uh, a bunch of different personalities from Baltimore city and the surrounding areas. And then I co-host a Ravens and Orioles show charm city heavyweights. Um, we just interviewed Tim Kirchin from ESPN last week uh, for the Baltimore Orioles. We got Cadre Ismail coming up on the 18th of this month. Uh, he'll be in, in our studio live at 9 p.m. Um, you can find me on Driving to the Top Productions. That's our podcasting network. We're on their YouTube page. We're on their Twitch page. And uh, we got some pretty exciting interviews coming up. We got Eric Weddle in the making, as well as a couple other, nice. uh, a couple other uh, Ravens legends. Uh, we are getting ready to get syndicated with the NFL Players Association, Baltimore chapter. So we will be working closely with them. And uh, we should be having some pretty exciting guests uh, coming on the show soon for that. And, uh, yeah, we're live twice a week during the football season, once a week in the all season. Nice. Well, I'm already following. I'm definitely subscribing. And like like I said to, to my man, the draft CEO, I'm going to say it to you as well. I'll definitely be reaching out because when I reach out to players, all I get is crickets. So- <laughs> it's difficult, man. You know, I know it's, it's, it's difficult. I have like a 15% success rate getting these guys. But I sure. just, you know, no. you got to use connections eventually. Eventually. Absolutely. I've talked about it to some other folks as well. It's basically almost like you're in the sales game where it's yeah. like you, you just throw all of them out there and eventually some fish is going to bite. That's I, all there is to it. Right. Quick, quick story about that. Um, I've been doing this for about three years now. And one of the first people that I reached out to that actually replied to me was Ed Reed. 
And I was like, oh, my oh my Lord, Ed Reed is, you know, his people got back to me. The man wanted 15K for 15 minutes. $1,000 a minute? He wanted wow. $1,000 a minute. Wow. I've I've interviewed close to a dozen Super Bowl champions between the 2000 and the 2012 team, and he was the only one that ever asked for that kind of money. Well, listen, I'm not I mad my, at it. I I love my boy because it's all about the you, but for Ed Reed, it's all about the money. Not just messing with you. All right, <laughs> let's let's bounce out. Listen, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Like I said, you're welcome to uh, stay along with us, but we're gonna if you want to bounce out, you're more, uh, you know this is your time to do so. When we come back, we're going to get the fantasy focus on the Baltimore Ravens. Fantasy Sports Corp and Underdog Fantasy have teamed up to start your fantasy season off in the win column with Best Ball. What is Best Ball? It's quite simply the easiest way to win. No team management, no trades, no waivers. It's their biggest contest ever and it has only gotten bigger. You simply have to sit and win. You don't even have to set your lineup. Always get your best score every week. Just enter a contest, draft your team, and Underdog will do the rest. What could make this even better? How about free money, up to $100 using our exclusive promo code? Go online now and use the promo code TSS to double your deposit up to $100. You tell them Gingerbread sent you. Good girl. All right, our boy Fantasy Jesus is back. Let's get it started with the Fantasy Focus. So listen, we a little over tonight. I don't want to, you know, we're, I'm going to try to make our little fantasy, you know, but I want to give the good information. But we'll try to run this through a little quickly. And let me make this real quick. Lamar Jackson, draft him, period. Aaron really doesn't. I don't need to go really all around Lamar Jackson and the greatness he brings fantasy-wise. I mean, if you, if you can get him at a nice, reasonable area, he's definitely a QB to go after, especially this season. All the things that have been mentioned tonight, have have definitely led me to that conclusion anyway. Justin, how about you? What do you say? Yeah, I got him as QB number two right now. Um, I'm not a firm believer that Todd Munkin's offense totally nullifies what he's going to do on the ground. I think it's just going to be more structured and maybe more designed runs. Um, also, you know, he's a great improviser. Why would you take that away from him? Why would you tell him to stand in the pocket and just stay there? You know, he's an amazing improviser. He's got a, a wily veteran, in Odell Beckham Jr., who will know when to come back on routes and when to help Lamar out. I think this is a big Lamar season. I think if he can stay healthy and he's got his big contract now, all he's going to do is stay healthy. He could have another MVP-type season this year. It's going to be uh, big stuff in Baltimore. Lady G, I know you concur, but I'll ask anyway. Do you concur? <laughs> Absolutely. Um I mean, generally, any year, Lamar Jackson is a great um, fantasy football pickup, right? That's period, right? He's going to give you points through the air. He's going to give you points on the ground. Anytime you can get yourself a dual-threat quarterback, you get a dual-threat quarterback. Um, so he's always going to be a good pickup. I think this season coming in, you're going to really be happy. I think we'll have a um, – he'll be able to sustain the offense that he started out last year. I remember it. He was single-handedly winning weeks for people because they had Lamar Jackson on their team. He was scoring so many points at the beginning that he was single-handedly winning games for people in their in their one v one matchups. So uh, it, again, and I believe he'll be able to stay stay healthy. 
you got Lamar Jackson, you're going to be getting points going both ways. You can never go wrong with that. 100%. CEO, what do you say, friend? Uh, in reference to Lamar? Yes, sir. Uh, I just think, um, yeah, Lamar's, like you said, I have him as my number two as well in fantasy. Um, I think with the passing and the running efficiency, uh, like my man said, um, Justin, he said um, everything's going to be – the runs won't stop, but it will be more efficient, right? I think Tom Munkin will pick his spots so that way it won't be as many runs, but the runs will count more, right? The runs will be 30, 40, 50 yarders um, here and there and picking his spots. And we all know those yards with the passing, with the touchdowns, and Lamar is a touchdown maker. That's one thing he does. He produces touchdowns, whether it be on the ground or whether it be in the air. He is a touchdown maker, and so – Having a guy who does who does pile up yards and touchdowns, I mean, if you're in that type of if you're in a league where you have multiple quarterbacks or just one quarterback, Lamar Jackson is the guy, man. Number two right now on my fantasy list. Money. What do you say, Nitro? I think it's easy. Um, I think he's going to score a lot. I think a lot of people don't um, check in and realize that uh, Monk is going to give him freedom at the line of scrimmage, so he's going to have a lot of ability to check um, out of a lot of looks and to take the ball when he wants to is going to pretty much be him just being the point guard of a fast-paced offense. And Todd Munkin also says he wants to play faster. We all know as Raven fans, we are not used to that. They like running down the clock to the last second and screaming, ha, ha, ha. So, yeah. So I, I truly do feel like he's not only going to have a big season. I think this is going to be a bigger season than he had in 2019. And uh, I think he won't be sitting – as much in the fourth quarters as he was in 2019 also because he'd be coming back playing with a chip on his shoulder. So expect some extra fantasy points in those later times of the game. Yeah. Like I said, all the things you guys mentioned earlier, like, you know, he being a like you said, you saw it in his eyes when he had the interview about being fired up and all that, man, that just tells you a little, some little extra sum right there uh, about Lamar this season. All right, well, let's go to the running back position. Um, all right, I'm gonna be real with you guys. I'm a J.K. Dobbins hater. I'm always on the show talking wow. smack on J.K. Dobbins. I'm gonna be real with you. I mean, let me just admit it. All right, well, let's be real though. I mean, the fact of the matter is, in the fantasy community, that's all I've heard all the time is about J.K. Dobbins, J.K. Dobbins, J.K. Dobbins. What has J.K. Dobbins done to hear this guy's name? And now, when I heard you just say he was talking about a contract, what? Bro, you got to play a full season before you do say anything right now. So honestly, just because that's the fantasy, you know, I guess persona that I put out there is I'm all about consistency. And J.K. Dobbins, my friend, you are the least bit consistent for me. But I'm hearing a lot of good things. Doc mentioned about his knee surgery. He feels like he might bounce back. So I put him 37th. Eh, we'll see. Uh, he's RB2 for me. Um, at the low end, and I got Gus Edwards 54, and we go, of course, we got Justin Hill to 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 uh, finish it all off. Justin, what do you say? Tell me, I'm crazy. Uh, batshit, batshit. <laughs> um, I actually have him at 13, and you know, if you're gonna be in Scott Fishbowl this year, you gotta take advantage of that uh, 0.25 per carry rule that Scott Fish has implemented here. And well, how do you do that? You get a guy who's gonna get 20 carries a game. And that's going to be J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins, you want to talk about consistency here, Coop. And usually I'm I'm all aboard with all the hate. I love hating on players. But you can't hate on this metric. 5.9 yards per carry. Six yeah. yards in his rookie year. 5.7 last year on a bum knee. On a year after he had surgery. 
You just you just can't teach that kind of production. This line is also always well structured. They always invest. This is one this the Ravens and the Eagles. I got to give them a lot of credit. They always invest in the line. And it's smart to get running backs from those teams because those are the teams that are going to be scoring a lot on the goal line. And who's going to be taking that ball? It's either going to be Lamar and Jalen Hurts or it's going to be Miles Sanders getting 13 touchdowns last year. Who do you think is going to be that this year? I think it's going to be J.K. Dobbins. I think he is that like that upper echelon of the RB2 range. He's not quite the RB1 yet, but I'll tell you what. I will put a lot of stock into making him my hero RB in this year's draft. Hero RB, he says. CEO, is he your hero? Uh, no, not for me. I mean, um, you know, I love J- JK from a reality standpoint, but from a fantasy standpoint, I have a rule, and I don't trust John Harbaugh's uh, anybody in John Harbaugh's backfield. He's a committee. He's been on a running back by committee pretty much since he got Baltimore. You know, um, Ray Rice did a lot of damage. Um, but even he shared time with McGahee when he first, you know, when he first got hit to Baltimore and then they brought in Bernard Pierce and it's always a one, two punch when it comes to the Ravens. And I, I believe that's going to be the same this year. I think Gus Edwards is going to get a lot of the work. Um, probably not more than JK, but he's going to get a nice amount to the point where it will eat into his production. Plus again, it is hard to really trust a running back in fantasy who has never played a full season, never played a full season. So, that's something to be concerned with um, coming off an injury. I, I mean, he is draftable for me, especially in deeper leagues. You know, I would take him, um, you know, like my league, for example, um, Draft Nurse uh, Fantasy League, it's 16 teams, right? So, yeah, you you picking at the bottom of the first, top of the second, JK or whatever, or third round is, is definitely viable. But if you're in a smaller league, I mean, there is a lot more options uh, when it comes to running back, especially if you're talking about PPR, catching the ball, running the ball. Um, there, there's about 10 to 12 running backs that I would take over J.K. right now. So, Indeed. Let's go to Nitro. What do you say, friend? <clears throat> running back two. I think uh, that J.K.'s production is not – it's going to be altered. I don't think he's going to be the on-the-ground guy that a lot of people think he's going to be. I think he's going to be the pass catcher. I think he's going to be a big outlet for this team. After talking to a couple of people in the Ravens, they're looking to, to include the running backs in the pass game and get the ball in their hands. And if and if you're checking out of something to get the ball at the, the quarterback's hand quickly, there's going to that running back. I think that J.K. might have a 1,000 yards rushing, but call me crazy. Call me crazy. I think he could have – Anywhere from 600 to about 800 yards receiving this season, and I know it's going to sound crazy, but if you if he does it, you heard it from me first. So okay. strong running back two this year, strong running back two. If he does it, remember you heard it right here on TSS Fantasy. All right, Lady G, what say you? So I, I I mean the crazy thing is I feel like what everybody has said up until now is very sound. Um, but I'll, so I'll just make this one quick comment to something Matt said. I think what will be different this year under Todd Munkin's offense is he's going to go with the hot hand. Unlike the previous OC we had, right? If you were hot just because we were running back by committee, he would just sit you and let somebody else run. Did not make sense. I do not believe Munkin will do that. I think if J.K. is in the game and he's hot, he's going to keep rolling with him 
and not just take them out because you know what, Greg, you've been out there five times. It's, it's Gus's turn now. I, I do not think that that uh, Munkin will do that. So I think that specific piece alone, if that's the case, is going to is going to make J.K. very valuable. Whether it's, it's rushing or receiving, I believe he's going to go with the high hand. So I think that inconsistency we've had in the past, we won't see that necessarily this season. So I'm, I, I like J.K. I, I've, in the mocks that I've done so far, and I've done a number of them, I've seen J.K. go definitely in the second and third round. So somebody must be thinking something. Well, if it's true that Lamar is going to stay back in the pocket a little more this year, then let's go on to the receivers because here are some guys that may benefit from it. Zay Flowers, we know the rookie taken out this season. Um, you know, again, this is why I have experts in because I want them to tell me who's going to be this guy that's going to emerge. Rashad Beeman last year also, when the season started, looked great. Like, he looked like he was going to be gangbusters. Then he got hurt, um, so then it kind of stumbled a little bit and production was a little bit um, up and down after that. But Rashad Bateman definitely has some potential. Um, again, I like a lot what I hear from about Zay Flowers. Like I said earlier, I don't get a lot to watch a lot of the college games. So, like, I just kind of get my information from the experts. A lot of them like Zay Flowers. I got him 32nd. I got Rashad Bateman 44th. OBJ and Nelson Aguilar right now, I don't really know. I don't know where OBJ is. I don't know where that health is. I don't know where he fits here. I like the two young guys, me personally, but that's why I got my experts in. Justin, what do you say, though, first? Uh, what, what do you got on the Ravens receivers? Uh, yeah, I'm not putting much into the Ravens receivers. I got Rashad Bateman at 46, Zay Flowers at 52, and OBJ right now at 57, and that's mostly because I can't figure out who the hell is going to be the, the guy there. You know, on paper in the depth chart, it says OBJ, but – you know, who's to say that Zay Flowers isn't going to be the workhorse in the slot? Who's to say that Rashad Bateman? Yeah, you know, I, I like Rashad Bateman. I loved him out of Minnesota, but guy can't stay on the field. The first thing he does, he goes into practice. He burns their top corner, Humphrey. Absolutely obliterates him. Puts it out there that he was the right pick, but he gets injured. Until, until somebody shows me in fantasy that they're – you know, consistent, you know, they can stay healthy. I kind of try and stay away from them at the price that they're at. You know, if they fall a couple rounds, sure, I'll take Rashad Bateman. But if he's going at, you know, his current price range, which is literally right on par with OBJ and then Zay Flowers a couple rounds later, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to take Zay Flowers all day long because I just can't trust what's going on there. And I'd rather go out, grab somebody else who's a little bit more secure in their spot on the team. And then I'll grab the guy who at this point, he's a rookie, you know, he did great things in college and, you know, who knows, maybe he can become the workhorse in this offense as far as the short range game. I'll just take, I'll put my chips in on that one and let everybody else kind of grab, you know, the reaches, as I say, if OBJ and Rashad Bateman. If we weren't so long in the show, I would point out the hypocrisy of liking or not liking Rashad Bateman due to injury, but loving J.K. Dobbins. Let's go to Nitro. Well, out stats See, here he goes. Up, here so. he goes. This is why I didn't want to get into it. We'll talk about it later. Nitro, what do you say? Well, you still did it. <laughs> I don't, for the most part, I wouldn't have too, any of them too high. But I, I would definitely look in the stock for Rashad Bateman late, late round. 
Um, it's already been stated that he's receiver one. <laughs> it's been stated twice that he's still receiver one. The only problem that you can, that you're going to have with uh, Rashad is that I'm not sure he starts off the season. I'm not sure that he starts off that season. I think he only plays roughly 13 games this season. But the but the catch on that is that I feel like he's going to have a lot of one-on-ones when he comes back, and there's going to be a lot of splash plays he's going to be able to make. So he might have uh, three catches, but for 80 yards. You get where I'm coming from? So definitely he's going to be a boom or bust type player. I would not take any of them high, but definitely would t- keep a flyer out on Rashad Bateman. I, I don't have any true stock in OBJ, even though I like him as a player and stuff like that. I kind of feel like he's going to be our possession receiver, um, good route runner, get the ball when tough, you know what I'm saying, adjust. Zay is kind of the, we don't know. <laughs> like, Zay could be anything. He could turn out to be, you know, AB for all we know, Steve Smith Sr. Or he could just be a rookie. You, you get where I'm coming from? So, uh, I wouldn't be – I'm not too high on ev- any of them, but if I was going to take a flyer on any of them, it would definitely be Rashad Bateman. I like it. Lady G, what do you say? Yeah, I actually don't disagree with anything he said. I would have really just said just that from a fantasy football perspective only. You hear me talking in spaces, you're going to be like, we got the top wide receivers in the division. But strictly from a fantasy football perspective, I can't. I can't say anything differently. I agree with what he said. Let's go to the CEO. What do you say? Where you got you guys at? Yeah, so for me, um, Nazina know I love Zay Flowers. I saw him in person at the East West Rumble. Um, I'm, I'm gonna say the same thing what I said with JK. Um, you know, in person, you know, in real life, the, the I love the even the receiver run, but in fantasy, there's too many question marks, right? The, you know, Bateman question mark health, right? Uh, OBJ question mark health. Zay Flowers question mark rookie. Nelson Aguilar, question mark, question mark, question mark. We don't know what uh, Nelson Aguilar is going to be. I mean, maybe you you can take him late, 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 and, and, and he could be still. But if any one of them that I do like, it is Zay Flowers because he's he's one of the few receivers on the roster that they don't have to just line him up in one spot for him to get touches. He can get touches out the backfield. He can get touches in space. Uh, Tom Monken loves space players, and he is the ultimate space player that came out of this year's draft. And so with that being said, I like him from just a PPR standpoint because those little toss sweeps, those jet sweeps, those bubble screens, all of those counts as touches. And I think he's going to get a lot of those. Um, I still think Mark Andrews is going to be the leader, leading receiver on this team. And so when you're talking about receiver t- receiving touches and just creative ways to get the ball in his hand to, to take advantage of matchups, Zay Flowers is, is the one to me. Because, again uh, – like like um, Nitro said, I don't think Bateman's even going to start the season healthy. I don't think he's he may not even play week one. And then OBJ, I think they're going to take their time with him by how much they put on his plate. They're going to want to ease him back into the game after missing two years. So right now, Zay Flowers is the youngest. He's the healthiest. So hey, you know, go always go with the able body <laughs> when you're talking about especially early in the season. Yeah, it's all about opportunities, to your point. Um, so a lot of opportunities to be there. And as you like great with the segues, got to love it. Let's go into the tight end. I'm going to wrap up tight end and defense together. Tight end, because this is easy. Mark Andrews is one of those, the, the big guys, right? Because there's only a few of them in fantasy. He is one of them. 
He is definitely the tight end you uh, tight end you want to target. He's one of the main, if not number one, number two options on this roster. So he is the obvious tight end for you to go after. There's Kelsey. There's uh, we got T.J. Hawkinson now a little bit in the mix, but it's still I got Mark Andrews right now, number three. Ravens D very consistent last year. They're ranked seventh. I went over the stats earlier. Very good defensive team. I still think they'll be good this year. However, this is what I will warn you as far as if you were drafting them down the stretch. Make sure you get them early, as you talked about. You guys start off with the Texans, and you play the AFC South, so there's some good matchups. But down the stretch, and especially towards your fantasy championships, you got the Chargers, the Bengals. You do have the Rams in there, but you got the Jaguars, Niners, and America's team on New Year's Eve. You're going to uh, happy New Year with an L. Um, I can't wait to see y'all. But anyway, I can't wait to see y'all. So you, you got gotta have to drop them later on, but definitely to start off, that defense gonna play off for pay for pay off for fantasy rosters. All right, Justin, give us tight end D. What do you got? Um, yeah, so I'm gonna go with tight end number two from Mark Andrews. Pretty self-explanatory. He's the best receiver on your team, and he just happens to be a tight end. So as far as defense goes, I actually like this defense as more of if you're an IDP league because there are a lot of individual players I'd pluck out of there and go, oh, yeah, I want that old, I want that on my team. Roquan Smith, Patrick Queen, you know, you look at Kyle Hamilton coming into his own in his second year. Even Rocky Sin, the former safety, now corner. I would definitely be into getting some of those guys on my IDP leagues. As far as a whole unit goes, I think feel like the whole unit is probably middle of the road. There's always going to be options like the Texans, you know, the Colts, all the NFC, AFC South teams. But as far as like holding them for a season long, I probably won't do that. I'll probably just set them as a streaming option and watch the week to week uh, matchups. I like it. Lady G, what say you? Um, I am a fan of streaming uh, defenses um, and kickers if I don't get Justin Tucker. Uh, I do like to stream those. I like to look at the matchups and, you know, see, you know, if you're play, playing the Bengals, then I need to look at your secondary. If your secondary sucks, I need to move on to a different defense. So uh, I think that's very smart in fantasy. Um, half the time I don't really get them, but I, I agree with you. They could be from a fantasy perspective, uh, middle of the road. Um, I do take into effect that, you know, we don't have Marcus Peters back. Uh, we have to see what these other young corners are going to do on our team, right? Um, we still have to see Rock Yassin in our defense, right? Like, we think he's going to do pretty good, but you have to see that. Um, and, of course, we lost Calais Campbell. So, um, I'm expecting that Travis Jones and all of those guys are going to step up and we're going to be good. Um but, yeah, that is my expectation. I do think I'll see it. But from a fantasy perspective, I actually agree with uh, with what he said. But I, I, I would definitely have them there and, you know, have them on your bench, right? I would have them on my bench if I could, uh, along with some other defense. So you can, like, flip them out depending on, you know, what teams you're playing. Um, but, Commissioner, we'll see you on New Year's Eve, bro. Don't I can't wait. We're actually uh, going to the Philly game, the Sunday night game up in Philly. And I, you know, I didn't realize I just was looking at this game like, man, what a great way to spend New Year's Eve up there. Go ahead and get you guys a nice L. Come home. Gotta love it. All right. See you. What do you say, my friend? 
Yeah, so for me, Mark Andrews is tight end number one. Uh, so people forget in 2021, Mark Andrews was tight end number one, even with Travis Kelsey out there and, and, and all those other guys. Mark Andrews was tight end number one in 2021. Last year, um, there was no threat on the outside. So he got double and triple team last year. And um, so this year now with OBJ and Zay Flowers and the receivers we just named, he's going to see a lot more one-on-one -on -one coverage. He's going to see a lot more favorable coverages coverages with safeties and linebackers, which he'll he'll eat those all day. So he's tight end number one for me. Look, also, look at what Todd Munkin did with Brock Bowers at Georgia. Um, he's going to use Mark Andrews a lot in that same way. So he's tight end number one for me. And then as far as the Ravens defense, I love the defense. I, I think that defense, if you look at the time when they made the trade midseason for Roquan Smith, that defense just went up and up and up when you talk about the rankings. And to me, I think they're going to be even better this year because you mentioned Kyle Hamilton. He's no longer a rookie, right? He's now going to be a full-time starter in that strong safety position. Roquan Smith is going to be there. Patrick Queen will be better because he's playing next to Roquan. You'll have a chess piece in Trenton Simpson, the rookie. And I do think um, uh, David Ajabo is going to have a breakout season. Remember, you heard that here first. Um, for me, I think David Ajabo is going to have a breakout season this year for the Ravens. So I have the Ravens actually the number three defense in fantasy this year. So number one tight end, number three defense. So make sure y'all get them. I like that. But like I say, you better watch that schedule down the stretch now. There's a lot of good teams, especially on New Year's Eve. All right, let's go to Nitro. What do you say, my friend? Finish this off. Finally. finally. Last but not least, look, I got them as the number one defense in the league. I'm just going to say that off rip, and I'm going to get into it in a second. Um, I would not take Mark Andrews at the beginning of the year. I would not. I would not. I think that was going to happen is that teams are going to try to play the Ravens like how they always play them and say that he's their pass catcher. They're going to make the Ravens beat them and show that they could beat them from the outside. Once that they show that the outside can be something, that's when I feel like Mark Andrews is going to blossom. The first four or five games, I, I think he's going to have pedestrian numbers, and I think he's going to absolutely explode in the middle of the season when teams can no longer double or triple him. Um, and another thing too, for the Texans, a big shout out to Tank Dell. Watch out for him. He's going to be a fantasy sleeper. You're hearing that from me. You're not, uh, and when it comes to the defense. That's my guy. And uh, likewise. So uh, if you, if you come to the defense, there's a reason why I got them as the number one defense. <laughs> Listen up. So it's the way that the Ravens will be playing offense, Right. We all remember when the Colts were scoring in the um, back in the old days with Peyton Manning. When you start scoring fast, what are the defense allowed to do? Pin those ears back. Ajabo, Owe, I think Justin Houston comes back this season. Also, they're going to have opportunities to not worry about the run and to go get the passer. If that's the case, and they can be disruptive in the backfield, guess who's back there? <laughs> Marcus Williams, meaning interceptions, sacks, turnovers, more points. The other team has to throw more. That leads to more turnovers, more points. They're going to be the number one defense this season, and it's not even going to be close. Ooh, that's some hot takes tonight from Nitro, for real, boy. Well, listen. It's been an honor, Lady G, CEO Nitro. It's been an honor to have you guys in our dojo tonight. The fact is, these Ravens are in for a big season this year. 
and you guys are here to start it off. So we appreciate you being in. Good luck to your Ravens this year, especially on New Year's Eve. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are out for tonight. Tomorrow, we got the Cleveland Browns, and we got a packed house for the Brownies. So you want to stick around for that. A lot of fun trivia, a lot of fun fantasy focus. We appreciate you guys, and we are out.